Welcome in, everybody, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with Chuck here. Hey, hey. How's it going, Chuck? Good, mind. Did How you have you? a good 4th of July? Is that what happened last weekend? What we had yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. I got roasted at your pool party. <laughs> My back and chest is was on fire for the last two days. Yeah, you did look a little pinkish. Um, I got my base tan. Like, the next day, it was <laughs> yeah. brilliant. And we went out to eat with some uh, friends the other night, and um, uh, friends Chris and Tony. And uh, Actually, it was last night. And then Tony's like, oh, Chuck, man, you look tan. And I'm like, yeah, take that, Blanca. I'm not pink like you said I was. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of turned it in. All these years of not using sunscreen, now I'm starting to leather and tan. So. Yeah, 10 miles of highway. It's great. Desert <laughs> highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the kids out there listening, put on your SPF yeah. 50. Oh, my God. Yeah, I looked it up like I was like itching so bad. It's called Hell's Itch. I believe it. <laughs> it was bad. Did you go buy the... The aloe, uh, aloe. We, that didn't help. <laughs> I literally just like took a shower, popped a Benadryl, took a handful of Motrin, not that much. Uh, yeah. And like that helped. But Motrin I found like because it's anti-inflammatory. Anyways. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Put on your uh, sunscreen kits. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I Thankfully, I put on a hat like three hours into it because yeah. that helped a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm peeling on, yeah. on my nose a little bit. But, For sure. Yeah. Um, Did you take the boat out? I know we got there late, but no, we ended up. You know, uh, our another friend Tony, he stayed around to like seven or eight, but we just really chilled the pool and ate and and then um, yeah, then that was Sunday, yeah, and then Monday on the fourth, we didn't do anything nice. until like six p.m. Yeah, <laughs> we just walked. Uh, and the funny is, neither of us drank. It was just a long day, you <laughs> yeah. know? It was just uh, being out in the sun. Yeah. And then um, we went down to this um, little park, and they had a parade. And oh, nice. Just watched that, and and uh, then at the condo, they have a little pier. And we brought chairs out on there, and it's kind of tricky to get to because the boardwalk area was destroyed <laughs> so yeah. uh from the hurricane they're actually they're repairing it this oh, week so but um the, one yeah. the cops called on you yeah so thankfully no one called the cops on us <laughs> at our place and we watched fireworks out there and got a good view of like four or five different cities fireworks uh we did take the boat out thursday morning to go get or tuesday morning to go get coffee before work so nice. that was nice so nice. that was the first time we've Put gas in the boat on Saturday, expecting people, expecting to do run around in the boat, and yeah. didn't do it. So it was nice. It was, we just went Tuesday before our first call, and so that's awesome. That's cool. You can do that. Just pop in the boat because you yeah. got it down there, the marina by the yeah. by the condo, and you just yeah. jet over to get coffee well, from that place right on the water. Yeah, it's nice because it's just quick. And Tuesday, no one was on the water because everybody's back at work, right? And it was flat and. About five minutes to get over there, and we just chill and had some beignets and nice and coffee and leftover drove, pizza dip. Got I ate that for lunch on Tuesday. So good. I know. I wanted to make so some more. Good. What about you guys? What'd y'all do on the fourth? Uh, went to my parents' house. Uh, went over there for lunch. Had burgers and nice. chicken and sausage, and um, just hung out with them for a little bit. And then I think we got back to the house 
for dinner and relaxed and tried to avoid the fireworks. They were going until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning because you can pop fireworks. We're just outside the city limits, so oh, it's is all it, fair game Is Harris here. County out here? Yeah, it's technically Harris County, but it's outside city limits. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering how it works. Is like in like Clear Lake and all that, that's Harris County, part of Houston. Yep. You can't. Right. But across the water is League City and Galveston County. And there's people fun fireworks everywhere. I mean, yeah. you're not supposed to do it in League City, <laughs> like because it's the incorporated part of Galveston County. But there's fireworks going yeah. off. But I think their rules are what lenient, yeah. more lenient than Galveston County. No surprise. But yeah, so busy week, and now back at it. So yeah, back to work and back yeah. to work on our second second job. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Like you, I was amped up for the weekend because a Stranger Things, yeah. which we'll talk about in the next episode. Yeah. Um, and then For All Mankind was Friday. Yeah. And then Westworld, Westworld. was Sunday. Yeah. It was a busy fucking weekend for yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched For All Mankind on Friday and I watched Westworld Sunday night. Yep. Um, thankfully, everybody had left by seven or eight. So I watched it. <laughs> yeah. I watched it. I had to watch it again because I was very just, I was beat down by the sun. Yeah. Oof. And then Stranger Things I watched all day Monday since I wasn't doing anything. Nice, yeah. It's another like Fourth of July, like but streaming yeah. for four hours watching a TV show. Oh so. yeah, yeah, that's what I did Friday. Like I think yeah. Friday was the first. And it, yeah, as soon yeah. as like straight, as soon as I woke up, I looked over at Jackie and I was like, Stranger yeah. Things, we're watching it. Yeah. You mean after you got off work at noon yeah. for getting off early? Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> for a holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this one, let's, we're going to, let's jump in and we're going to talk first very quickly very. about, very, very quickly about For All Mankind, and then we'll go into Westworld. Yep. Uh, so For All Mankind, Mike. First take, go. What, well, first, what episode are we on? Uh, we're on episode four, I believe it is. I think so. Season three, episode four. Yeah, got it right here. Yep, it's called Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Is yeah. this about Penn State? I know. That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> I know. I saw like, the Happy title. Valley. Like, Whoa, is is Joe going? Paterno on this? Yeah. <laughs> it's Al Pacino playing Joe Paterno. <laughs> 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 Which he did that. It's an HBO. It's actually, it was actually pretty good. Nice. Yeah. I'll have to send you the link to yeah. that. But, um, yeah, no. It was uh, Happy Valley, and so everybody's on their way to Mars, and the Russians and the um, Americans are trying, or and and I guess Helios are trying to catch up to the Americans because they've deployed the solar sails and they're going to beat everybody by like eight days or something like that. Well, yeah, just like Mike said, everybody's on their way to Mars, and kind of the baseline of this is Helios, the big floating hotel, which they turned Polaris into. Um, well, it's still Polaris, but they, right? That's the name of the ship. They it call was it something else now. It was a Polaris hotel thing yeah. that Helios had, or that sorry that Karen and Sam had. Helios bought that operation and used that as their ship repaired to get to Mars, and then NASA has Sojourner One, which Sojourner One is leading the space race to Mars. NASA's leading. Polaris is in... No, sorry. Polaris is leading. And it's Na called the Phoenix. The Phoenix, yes. It's so, resurrected. 
Oh. Except they couldn't bring Sam back. Oh. The, oh. <laughs> Too bad, like, Eleven is not there from Stranger Things to resurrect him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Polar- Polaris's Phoenix is in first. Ed talking mad shit to mad shit. to Dan- Danny at NASA's uh, Sojourner One. Yeah, in second, we'll leave the light on for you. Yeah, and like what well, she's like, and then hey, get my daughter on the thing. I told you we whip your ass. Like <laughs> yeah. like that. How's it going? How's the ride? Right. And then Russians um, Mars ninety four or whatever their their. Uh, their ship is we're just gonna call it the death star because it has a big circle with like a half moon carved out like the death or a circular indention like the death star on top of it yep anyway going going to too to do too much detail but it's kind of corny in this episode nasa's in second and all of a sudden they go into this corny pirate theme and they deploy that's right they deploy the Jolly Roger special. The Jolly Roger, uh, we're calling it the Johnny Depp maneuver. <laughs> the Pirates of the Caribbean, they just put out their sails. Captain Sparrow, Cap- <laughs> Captain just Jack Sparrow, right on the outside of this ship. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the movies were out yet when this happened in '94. Yeah. Um, and they catch the wind. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, so they're like. Uh, they're like, oh my god! They're gonna get there eight days before us, and uh, the Elon Musk character Dev in charge of Helios is not happy. Is like, only thing that matters is first, and so they're trying to. He wants them to figure out how we're gonna get there first, but everybody's trying to get there first because apparently first means something. I guess the whole series is based on first, right? Cause yeah. Russia gets to the moon first instead of the U.S. and So the whole thing is competition, who get there first. Everybody wants to get there first, and it causes the Russians to decide to deploy their nuclear engines yep. at, like, max capacity, or more than max. And Margo, who's, like, in an, now, the information. now a, like, confirmed Russian... She's been flipped. She's been flipped yeah. because she has no choice. But she's basically been working with Sergey and the Russians for like ten years, yeah. and she knows like, oh my god, they're gonna blow the engines because they don't do that anymore. They're gonna I, blow it. I helped design them. <laughs> I mean, that's what are they doing? Like, yeah, it's just the whole her knowing but pretending yeah. not to know just doesn't help. And then the big decision point in the episode is like, oh my god, Russian admits that they screwed up and they're gonna have a nuclear meltdown we got so many hours to get there and ed's like well i'm big hero man i'll do it we'll take the phoenix to go get it and (laughs) and they're like okay and dev's like nah well uh let's see what everybody else thinks down here yeah and they do i do like his management style of group group decision making for sure even though you get into group thing mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are one bad idea away from becoming really bad organization. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they basically uh, uh, were just like all the people on the ground except for Karen and Bill. Yeah. Bill Peanut were like, um, why should we have to do it? NASA's a government agency. They should go get them. And- yeah, as soon as that first person was like, you know what? 
fuck them. And everybody else was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope they all die. <laughs> yeah. This is a group think mentality, right? Yeah. But and so they. But I don't know why, like, Karen in this scene goes like, but that means NASA won't be able to get to Mars. And Dale's like, yeah. Like, Okay. He's like, <laughs> what team are you on again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not on. You're not on NASA's team anymore, Karen. Yeah. Like you and your husband are on Team Private Company. You guys are divorced, and you're Shouldn't not even on shit. the same team, <laughs> yeah. even though you are in the same team. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny the way that this goes down. But yeah. in the end, you know, NASA <laughs> Dev. They send, like, a security patch to, like, (laughs) lock Ed out of the thing so he can't go. Because Dev goes on and says, NASA's going to go. You're not going to go get him. And Ed's like, roger that. We're nothing changes. We ain't doing nothing. He just, like, covers his hand over the camera. And he's like, we're not changing anything. And they're like, we can still fucking hear you. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And and then then it's like, they're trying to change the trajectory. and, And they get locked out. And they're like. Oh, they just sent a security patch. Like, yeah. Mike and I were joking. Like, uh, I don't know if anybody in different companies, and you get little, like, security updates coming through, or this update, you know, you need quick here to restart. Yeah. And, like, like who's the guy on board that clicked the restart now button to get that patch through? You always snooze. Yeah, always snooze until the last minute. Yeah, till everybody's asleep. Yeah. You're, you're done for the day. Yeah. Somebody left their iPhone on the ship on uh, auto update. Yeah. yeah. So they get the update, and they get locked out. So NASA has to go to the rescue. So Ed it, is, like, yelling at Dev. He's like, flip me those motherfucking controls. Yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah. been locked out. Like, it, And, like, we won't touch on this whole subplot, but Danny is already going off the rails. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can't wait till he goes to Ed and be like, I fucked your wife. Like, I think it'll be after he kills somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to kill somebody. <laughs> the guy was doing impressions of Alien, and then they were like, do that scene from... Uh, yeah, the, the movie they made... Love Space they, or what the, the fuck movie ever. they made about his parents. Yeah, and then Danny's like, do that favorite scene again. And yeah. then <laughs> yeah. it's like super awkward about it. And Ed is like watching from behind him. He's like... Danny, we talked about this. You can't kill anybody until we get to Mars. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, that was a joke. But, yeah. yeah, it's just like he is like one bad argument away from like, like Ed is almost going to die and Karen is going to be like, oh, my God, Ed, I love you. And then yeah. Danny's going to go, by the way, Ed, I fucked your wife. <laughs> like, t- like, what is good? Like, the exactly how Will Ferrell says it to Zach Galifianakis in the <laughs> yeah, campaign. Yeah. That'd be great if he just quotes that and it's like. Uh, even though that movie wasn't there <laughs> at the time, but yeah, and then damn, I love the campaign. The, yeah, and then the brother is also in the he's be, the younger brother of Danny is like getting involved with the protesters, yeah. and oh, he'll the pro- wind up becoming a, he'll become he'll become a terrorist. Yeah, and one of the protesters <laughs> was like a guy that was like shooting people on the moon <laughs> marine with his moon. mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, this whole thing, this episode was. I'm going to say this is probably one of the worst ones. Yeah. That, that I think each week just gets worse. This season. Worse. Yeah. Except for the two minutes at the end of the last episode. Yeah. The end of this episode was good, too, because when, of course, we're in space and NASA's going to save the Russians and they're connected and the 
It was cool. The cosmonauts were zip lining over to the ship. They were, te- yeah. you know, that was cool. They were like, the imagery of that was really cool. And then Margo and Alita were like, oh my God, this Russian spaceship is going to blow or something, right? Well, yeah. And then- and remember, like, the, while NASA's like on their way, like, Kelly, Ed's daughter, gets like a, a space message from somebody on the Russian ship, and he's like, Something's bad. It's going to happen. I I can't control it. Save yourselves or some shit yeah, like yeah. that, right? And she's like, what? Yeah. And anyways, they get there. And I love how, like, they're doing the rescue mission. And, like, this lady's on the wing of, like, the American spacecraft. And she's, like, filming, like, the Russian ship. And it's like, okay, you're very obviously recording their technological secrets. <laughs> oh, because they're, well, they're trying to see if they can use their fuel, yeah, right? That yeah. was Because, I mean, I guess you had That would be the excuse they use. Yeah. So... Because I'm like, why is she out there filming it? And I forgot. Yeah, that was they're that, trying but, to find out how to hook up to suck. But what's the Scottish fuel? guy doing out there too? That also, oh, he was like, he was I guess he the, connected the rope that yeah. the Russians are going across. Yeah, and um, but yeah, it was just you see, like on the ground in Mission Control, they see like, oh my god, it's gonna blow. Yeah, but there's a five minute delay, so they're kind of helpless. And then you yeah. see really cool. They pan around the ship, and all of a sudden you see the hole burst in the thing. Yeah, and then just start drifting over. And then one of the most it reminded me of like scene from Austin Powers where like the steamroller yes. is rolling over somebody, and they're like, no, and it's still like, yeah, it's still on the other end of the hallway. Yeah, yeah. And so the Russian craft is about to roll over the Americans, and the lady filming. Tries one time, she's like to unhook her tether, yeah, and then just starts pulling at it for some reason to pull her closer to the thing that's about the steamroller. And a really cool, really disturbing scene. Like she's like, ah, she's getting smushed, and like she gets squished, and her helmet's like sparking, and it's yeah. very disturbing. But it was it, disturbing, but by far the best scene of the show. This best season. scene of the show. Yeah. Like, and then, oh my god, oh my god, and then. <laughs> Then, then the tether breaks, and and this happens every time, like in space in the show. The guy swings and he hits into the Russian thing and just goes limp, like <laughs> dies immediately. Yeah. And unless it's face shield crackers, we don't see it, but something. And then after he's floating away, the tether from that whips around, and is the the Scottish astronaut who they profiled, like oh. A, Last week, we talked about Scotty McScottish guy, and this week, we're going to talk about the cosmonaut who's an American citizen on the news report. He defected. Yeah, Yeah. and then, so, the tether starts whipping around at him, and he just is like, I'm going to stand here and let it hit me, (laughs) instead of, like, jump or do a Matrix-style move, (laughs) you know, but, and then the episode ends. So, any other thoughts? It was just, it's getting almost worse, so hopefully it comes back around. Like, I get that in space, like... (laughs) Stuff flying around in space is much faster than we probably realize, but, like, I love that the only person that has ever survived a whip in the ass yeah. like that is Danny Stevens. Yeah. If Danny had no connection to Ed's wife prior to all of this, yeah. he'd have been dead. Well, he's a he's a plot device yeah. for later in the season. These tethers are very <laughs> selective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was... Uh, the last two minutes of the show was great when they're doing the, like, yeah. operation. I was kind of, to be honest with you, hoping the Russian ship would explode and we'd have a nice, like, explosion yeah. nice or something. Nice queen, yeah. bunch of deaths. Yeah, yeah get, it, get everybody but out of the way. Now, Clear like, the, the Russians the are going to... Right? Say what? Clear the path for... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Ed. Yeah, there's, they have no, there's no pressure on Ed and his team. <laughs> they can fuck up a couple of times. Like, it's no big deal. 
nothing more to add on that. So we probably won't talk much about For All Mankind unless it gets extremely better. I'm still going to watch it. I still love space. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 but still going to watch how ridiculous it gets. Watching Stranger Things and watching Westworld now that's back is like, see the difference in great television versus okay television, right? Yeah, but, it's definitely at the bottom of my list yeah. of like shit to watch. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about Westworld. And we're back. Now Talking. we're going to talk about Westworld. Yeah. Episode 2, Season 4. What's the name of that? Well Enough Alone. Well Enough Alone. And, of course, the episode description is, I heard a fly buzz when I died. Bzzz. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of people died. Yeah. This bunch was a good episode. Flies. Yeah. This was a really good... This, I was... I've watched this one twice, and Westworld was always one of my favorite shows. Especially season one was like a masterpiece. And this felt like... A season one, season two episode. Totally. And it's hopefully it keeps cooking like this. And we still haven't even seen Bernard and uh, Sparrow. Or no, yeah. We still haven't seen Bernard's or Stubbs. Yeah. But in you the, see him in the previews for next yes, week. Yeah, the, at the end of this. Yeah. The He's all next dusty on and shit. Yeah. So we know Stubbs is alive yeah. now. Yeah. Sorry, Spurrow. Yeah, if you it's coming. Watched. Yeah. Coming soon or coming next, but... I like this episode though because it talk like the main theme of the show is like they're replacing people with hosts in the real world. Yeah, and so like the opening scene is like Clementine in I'm guessing Mexico. Yeah, I would think probably Mexico or Spain, but yeah. I think probably Mexico if they're farther out in the West World Park. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, considering like oh yeah, Spain and, yeah. No, I think it's probably Mexico, though. It would make more sense logistically since, like, Holoris is in California and William also went to the Hoover Dam on the West Coast. So they just make the trek down through, you know, into um, Baja Peninsula or... Yeah, she's probably in Cancun or Tijuana or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, probably not very far into California on the... yeah. South of San Diego, past Tijuana, out in the country there. So it didn't say explicitly where she was at. But But I liked it, though, because, like, William confronts her, man in black, and he, like, shoots her. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, you could stop pretending now. She's like, what took you so long? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and they, yeah, so it was nice to see Clementine. We got glimpses of her in season three. but. Not very much usage since uh, one and two, so it's nice to see uh, she does a great job. The actress on the show playing that character. So we did see a lot of Clementine in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had like three main. There still kind of goes with episode one. There's three main. I don't want to say timeline stories going on. We have Christina. Which Christina Dolores. Yep. And then we have Maeve and Caleb, and then we have Man in Black and Holoris. Um, so, you know, in this episode, we see Christina Holoris, you know, talking to her roommate Maya. Yep. So, Maya. You look this is, up. Is Hindu, Hindi meaning illusion. Yeah. So, there's a lot of. 
you know, we have some theories and we'll talk about in a second of what's going on with Christina Dolores in this season. So, you know, she goes out, she's still dealing with the fallout from the fallen guy, the the guy that can't fly, Peter, (laughs) whatever his last name is. Look, he's flying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look, he's flying. Peter, whatever his name is. Yeah. Peter's not going to work here anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. She's like still pretty shook by that. Yeah. And, you know, she has a conversation with Maya and the Maya's like, I'm not going to go to work because she's hungover. And Christina says, oh, I'm late for work. And she's walking to work and she encounters, say, like a homeless guy, mentally disturbed guy talking about they hear music and only him and the birds hear it. And yeah. Uh, it's coming from the tower at the tower. And Christina stops and talks to him and he's like you think I'm crazy or, and then that was it. And then she goes on and walks and she gets to her building and there's dead birds everywhere, everywhere. And instead of going in, she's like, let me go to New Jersey. And like, nobody's like, <laughs> like everybody's just walking by. Like there's like yeah. dead pigeons everywhere. And it's like, is she the only one that sees this? Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause, well, is she the only one that sees it? A, cause in the first episode, remember when Peter goes after and Teddy comes and saves mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and then, all of a sudden, they gone. were gone. Yeah. So, are the birds? Birds aren't real. Oh like, no! Uh, <laughs> like the group, birds aren't real. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. Different Great segue. segue. That. Look up birds aren't real. Yeah. Uh, follow them on Twitter. And, and then after that, go on to the Earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then type in Q. And then all three of those will keep you occupied for the next... <laughs> Till the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Next 24, 46 hours, yeah. 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dolores calls in sick, takes uh, one of the cars that I want, that... Auto taxi. Auto, yeah. Self-driving vehicle to New Jersey to investigate... Uh, Maya also mentioned this in the obituary of the Peter guy yeah. that the family is donating or building a mental institution in his honor in New Jersey, and or the name of the mental institution. And so Dolores is like, I'm going to go out there. And you know, she gets out there and has his name on the wall, and it's like, wait, he just died, and they're doing all this. What you know? What what do you think that? What do you think this is? Her timeline's a blurring. Yeah. <sighs> but her is timeline it memory? Is- so we had, let's talk about, because one interesting thing before we talk about theories on this part, when she's in there and there's people about walking to the building, yeah. she says leave, like real quietly, and then they leave. Was it, cons- interesting. it they like turn and go, a diff- don't come into the room she's in, but is it is it just like, She's seen that before, or she's controlling people via so, simulation she's in. I thought she was or talking it's just to herself. Yeah, well, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, and I then like, I started uh, thinking about it. But she, she's listen. never talked to herself like that before. No. Yeah. So, with Dolores, Christina, what do you think's going on in, in her timeline? I think she's in a simulation. I think it's becoming more clear to me that she's in some kind of simulation or she's like, 
Is she like free guy? <laughs> like yeah, the, right. Like she's an NPC, but she seems to be controlling some situations. Tell me your theory. You were telling me before beforehand. Yeah. So we were talking about right when William goes to the Hoover Dam. He's wanting to buy the. Uh, server farm, right, that's powered yeah. and protected by the Hoover Dam. And there's something on there that he wants, and he doesn't want anybody to mess with it ever. It's something that somebody stole from him. I have a somewhat of a theory that the something that someone stole from him is, like, Dolores' original coding or something like that. And she's living in the data of all of the people that were scanned in Westworld. Yeah. Right? And so she's just living in this simulated world and doesn't realize it. And then I also just had this other like thought theory that she's probably living in this simulated world and she's being controlled by somebody on the outside to keep her from realizing that she's self-aware. Well, that's what I'm kind of wondering if like, you know, because in Free Guy, so go back to Free Guy, <laughs> when their world, if you haven't seen Free Guy, see Free Guy, it's a fun movie. There's not a lot to it, but... When they rebuild, like, the world after it was disappeared, if you look in season two where they go into the sublime. Right. And it's like you can create whatever world you want, right? So if they're, if they, if the Dolores exported all the data from the Forge and the Mesa with all the host data, all the park, visitors data did like the computer create a world using all of that data right Mm -hmm. or did or did bernard while he's in the sublime you know at the end of season three in the hotel room did he create this world and he's using dolores who's in the seven thousand version of dolores's are in there and is he using her keeping her like on ice in that simulation I think I think I think it is the sublime there's teddies there that to me the only thing that would make sense is it's the sublime yeah or it's a small test version of the park or before it's or it's a back in time or if it's a real unless it's a future it's the thing of Westworld it could be anything <laughs> the timeline it, could be anything it yeah. could be even further in the future yeah. where they made a meat puppet Dolores yeah because we saw Bernard in season three like working at the factory where they're making fake meat and it looks like real meat right right so did they make Meat Puppet Dolores with her specs and put a brain ball in there, right? So it could be anything. It's so that there's something different in her timeline than the other two. Yeah, her timeline is by far the most mysterious and unanswered of the yeah. timelines, right? Yeah. Because she get, yeah, she goes to that like mental institution and it's like old and abandoned, and then she sees the plaque and it's like, oh, like there's a plaque, but he just died, like. It's super weird. We don't understand what time it is. But it, it's almost like she's experiencing stories from everybody who's ever been in the park. Yeah. Right? Memories. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's confusing. It's that's what we love about the show because we don't know so many theories. I've listened to so many other different theories and so looked at so many things on Reddit and there's about 10 different theories of what's going on mm-hmm. with, with her. So it'll be interesting to see what plays out with uh, with her. So yeah. any other thoughts on Christina's no. in this episode? It'll be the, it'll be the uh, season big explanation, ending explanation. Yeah, it'll see how they merge, if any of this merges together. I mean, we know, I think we know the other two stories we're going to talk about will merge together at some point. Because basically, as you mentioned in the in the Man in Black, um, William timeline, he, he kills Clementine at the beginning mm-hmm. in her Mexican um, hacienda. And she's like, where's your boss? Where's Maeve? Yeah. And so... He's trying to find Maeve. He sends his... We know that it's interconnected because him being... <laughs> Robot William being controlled by Haloris is sending his goons to try to smoke out Maeve. Yep. And they smoked out Maeve and now Maeve's with Caleb. And they're starting their buddy, their Thelma and Lee's buddy adventure <laughs> out west, right? <laughs> yeah. So... They go visit this this episode. They go visit the state center in California. Great. Did you see? Do you know who he? Um, did you recognize the actor? Yeah, he was the senator. Yeah, he was the state senator, the state senator. in the office. Angela's yeah, gay it, husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, when he came on screen, oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that he was playing a senator. Yeah, the, yeah. the senator. He's yeah. played a senator now in three things. He oh, was also great. in another show where he was a senator. Nice. And so. He does a great job, um, but they go confront the senator and his wife, and we see, you know, Maeve and Caleb getting a like shootout yeah, um, fight fight with senator and his wife, and Maeve kills the senators. Well, they they're hosts now, yeah, and so. She uh, knifes the senator's wife, or ice picks her in the head, and they take the senator, and she basically mind rapes him into, you know, like how she plugged into the decapitated guy, and looks through... Reads his memories, basically. Reads his memories Mm -hmm. to see what happened, and we see William basically talking to the original state senator and trying to convince him to do something. Sign off on some kind and of legislation. I think it's the sign yeah. off on the legislation to have his park open in the U.S., I can right? See that. Out yeah. west, somewhere out. So, as we mm. find out at the end of the episode, we'll talk about with that park. But it's trying to, I think, open those park after the last disaster at the offshore Westworld, right? Yep. So. And then we see that Holoris keeps the senator's wife alive as livestock. And so when Caleb and May find that out, they go to the barn and she's in there like doing weird stuff to dead horses. And I'm wondering how long ago do you think that they replaced the state senators? Because good question. Like she just stayed in the barn for like a month, a year, a week, a couple of days horses to get through. 
It's true. Yeah. And it was bad enough that it smelled because Caleb was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> so it was bad enough to stink. So I'm thinking like a week, two weeks tops. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And yeah. then she's she gets activated by, I'm assuming, the flies that are yeah. have yeah. been around the horse that were left there. Yeah, she's, like, gotten the horses, and then, like, yeah. she, like, I guess... No, she doesn't come, too, but she's just, like, who are you guys or something? Well, she, you could, she's almost like um, Aleda's dad in the first episode where she's, like, sweaty and confused, but then all of a sudden she gets activated and says, oh, oh yeah, you guys go see Don Giovanni. Yeah. And so she gives them the instructions. Yeah, she was the invitation. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then she's like, now you have to free me. And and he's like, what? Caleb's like, huh? And it's like, you have no choice. Because basically he's like, she, it's like, whatever William did in the first episode when he had the Oeda's dad, like, yeah, that was controlled by the flies, kill yeah. himself, like. Now it's time to go to sleep or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she, she's, you know, Maeve shoots her and then we see the black goo in the head that they're using. Yeah. The flies are turning their brains into this goo. And Maeve is like, it's, it's almost, no human I've ever seen. No, yeah. I've never seen a human like that before. Yeah, yeah. Maeve's sensing something. We know and she's accessed that they're replacing uh, humans with um, hosts. Hosts. Yeah. And... Yeah, so they're the flies are infiltrating people. We also see it in the the scene where Holoris uses one fly to go into the Department of Justice guy that's kind of figured out what's going on. Oh yeah, and uh, is trying to investigate. Well, yeah, he's in the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just has one fly going his eye. Oh. Yeah, he's being held down by Clementine. Yeah. Or a version of Clementine. Yeah. Yeah, so we skipped. So before that even happens, we get. So we'll jump back before we finish up Caleb and, yeah, and yeah, Maze. Yeah. But William, the DOJ guy shows up at the office and Clementine greets him and she's like, badass Clementine again. Yeah. Like, well, we can have this conversation open, or he's a hard guy to get a hold of, or yeah. uh, he doesn't really need you to talk to you, and just kind of pushes him away. And then we see William at the golf course, and the vice president shows up. In his big autonomous flying car. I, lo- I want one of those. Yeah. Like, can we have those, please? He, like, lands it on the green. Yeah. He's like, whatever. Yeah. With this two-secret service. <laughs> and we get two, yeah. <laughs> we, get, we get Clementine's, like, Best, uh, oh man, that's thing in this episode where she's like, I don't understand why they call you Secret Service, they're not very secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, just the way she's looking at him, like, yeah. head, head tilted, and everything's just like, hey, Oh my god, okay, you, yeah, you know, this guy created like all these hosts yeah. and owns this company, right? But you're like, Oh, this, she's probably, uh, yeah, she's probably good. And then William it's tells classic, the vice president, she's, she's been with us a long time. Long like, time. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like she's 30 years old. Yeah. But, yeah. Long time. Yeah. But yeah, it's the amazing. interaction with the VP and, you know, he's threatening William and 
Basically. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we don't need your money. And yeah, like, I bankrolled like, your campaign. Yeah. I did, you know, he's like, what do you, he says something, I forget who he quoted, but he's like, so-and-so was an effete pussy, just like you. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I forget the the name of the person, but I remember, yeah. it basically, William owns this guy, but he's now acting like he doesn't need his help or whatever. Yeah. And all this is going on, you see... William hit hits like a hole in one. Yeah, and you're like, it's a solid hole in one. Like yeah. it's it's a it it's looks like, easy chip. It looks shot. like a par four. Yeah. I mean, he's got a driver out yeah. there. And then they're talking, and then you see him hit another. Yeah, the BP's like, whoa, hole in what, one. What Jesus, would you dude. do if he hit a second hole in one? I'd have fucking ran. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, one. I'll give you yeah. one. Any yeah. human can maybe yeah. sink one. Donald in their Trump lifetime. has like seven hole in ones. Oh, of course, yeah. So <laughs> in a, in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he hits the second one, and the VP is like, "This is weird." Yeah, hmm, huh? Something's not right about this. This guy yeah. just landed, and Williams just like, "You guys give me a lot of time to practice." Yeah, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like he hits a third straight hole in one. Yeah, if I'm on the VP, I'm strapped and I'm pulling my gun right yeah. there. I'm like, yeah, freeze, freeze all motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> freeze all motherfuckers. <laughs> you yeah. know at that point he's the host, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and then the VP is like, kind of like, oh, well, uh, we're going to shut you down or whatever, then walks away, and you see William kind of falling after. And you it walks over the hill, you see Clementine, like, like she already took care of the secrets. Gutted service. the secrets. Yeah, she's got, like, hand, blood on her yeah. hands, and she's, like, gutted him. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. And then, yeah, he, like, turns around, and, like, William hits him with the driver. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that dude's dead. Yeah, you <laughs> Well, yeah, he's getting replaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I like it because I think William is like, if we, you know, we don't want to just replace all of you because then we would have to, like, then we would have to, like, work. Haloris, I think Haloris yeah. is that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Basically, they want cattle. <laughs> yeah. They want labor. <laughs> well, I think that's where they're kind of going with it. I think it's a little more straightforward. I don't know the means to the end, but, I mean, yeah. Haloris says... We don't replace everything. We want a place for our people. Yeah. I think they're going to basically put enough hosts or make enough hosts to replace the hosts in the park, Mm -hmm. but integrate them in the real world by replacing the people. And that kind of leads into... Reverse Westworld. Yeah. Where the robots get to go, like, human human hunting. Well, I think that's almost like... I think what we're getting to a, a reverse Westworld at the end of this episode. And so what, so leading into that, you know, we we'll switch gears back to Maeve and Caleb. And the this was like, this was so cool because it was just like Westworld all over again. Yeah. And season one. And, you know, they get um, Senator... Uh, Fly controlled senator's wife tells him to go see Don Giovanni, the mm-hmm. opera, whatever opera house thing. So they go and they go in, and no one's in there, but a record player's playing. And they're in like full formal attire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to the opera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did he get the tux that quickly? Yeah. You know? It was great. Yeah. Is there a men's warehouse like right around the corner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, same day Taylor? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah it just fits him so well. Maze <laughs> yeah. like super hot in her dress and she's yeah. just like she's a ten, uh, 
I don't know how I've heard her name pronounced many different ways. Tawny Newton, Tandy Newton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanandi Newton. I don't know whatever. Yep. But she's real, and she's like one of my favorite people on the show. But totally. she does a great job. She's like just super fit and always carries herself great and it's a great actress and yeah. plays great as Maeve. They're all dressed to the nines. They go in and who Caleb like stops the music and it like yeah the, the, like the whole stage like lowers down and there's like a doorway under like a chandelier yeah and they like walk in and it's like a bar yeah it's and like it, a speakeasy it's yeah like, you're just like what the fuck is happening yeah and they like get a drink and I like how they ordered for each other yeah that was really cool yeah I don't know if his wife would like that probably not yeah <laughs> Look, yeah, babe, think- we're strictly platonic. Yeah. She's a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a human. We're not when, even the same species. When like- I was working military in the park, yeah. I didn't sleep with any of them. <laughs> you can ask all the platoon buddies. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, you think he's got that tux just sitting in the closet at the house? <laughs> yeah, would he have one of his military buddies that are protecting the house run it over for him? Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, it was like a suit shop, like in the hangover when they're leaving Vegas to go to uh, the wedding. Yeah. It's like a drive uh, drive up next to a yeah. suit rental place. Yeah. yeah. They hit him on the way. Yeah. And, and like, the autonomous car drives next to, like, Maeve <laughs> driving in, like, her truck. She, like, opens a bottle of wine while she's drinking in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she gets Sherry at the bar. And then he, I can't remember what Sazerac. it is. Sazerac. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever had a Sazerac? I think once, yes. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I think it was pretty good when I had it, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're like hanging out, and then I think like a host walks up, or you know, the hostess of the bar, and asks for their name for the reservation, and he's like, oh, I think it's, I can't remember if it's under my name or your name, dear. And she like puts her thumb on it. But I think that's before, or that's after, though. When they're at the bar. Is that after? Yeah. Yeah. And at the bar, and all of a sudden, it starts shaking. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then, we're like, oh, shit, they're on a train. Yeah. It just takes off. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, and then that's when... Yeah, the hostess walks up, and they get their reservation under a made-up name that Maeve (laughs) hacked into the system and gave them. Well, and that's where, like, you have... And Maeve also says something, I think it's from season one... Um, I think it was something Dolores said, mm-hmm. um, and I'll have to circle back to it, but it's something about like always something bringing her back to the park. Right. Yeah. So she yeah. realizes like, oh crap, I'm going back to just to when park. I thought I was out, they yeah. pulled me back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they get their reservation and then the hostess takes them back to try on, I guess, change into, period attire clothing because they're going to we come to find out a park and then of course they have like guns out and it's like really cool era specific guns and they get dressed and didn't the hostess is like weirdly like hey uh do you need help getting dressed and caleb's like uh i think i'm okay and she's like I can stick around. Well that's the callback to member William in season one. Um the hosted um, is the same act. I think it's the same actress, but she was blonde in season one. Yeah. And Maeve's like, "Oh, you got some upgrades." Yeah, she was like, "Oh, you got an upgrade." Yeah. yeah. And I may be off. It may not be the I same host, right. but yeah, they're both very beautiful. Yeah. And 
she, yeah, so that's what she asked that to yeah. William in in season one. Interesting. And or in, in I think it's season one, episode two, when they get on the train. So it was kind of the same setup, and because they're going to a Westworld, a Delos Park. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they've got everything and choose your suit and choose this and that. And then they're about to get off and they're like, oh, and the last thing is your hat. And they open it. It's a yeah. white hat, black hat. Yeah. And I love where I'm Paul goes. I'm not I'm not a big hat guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I was like, yes, way to go. Aaron. Yeah. And Aaron like Caleb. while they're like on the train getting ready, like you see like. Uh, William is on the roof of the, some building. Yeah. And he's like giving the speech yeah. and how he's wanting to reopen operations back in, I guess, America. Yeah. And like he's got this big like switch thing. Yeah. And he hits it and like the whole thing lights up, right? Yeah. And, it, I, and is that our first glimpse of. No, it's we just it's just lights and shit like yeah. that. Like we don't see anything specific. Yeah, until they get off the train. Yeah. But it reminds me of like Ford giving a speech at the end of the end of season one yeah. with this new narrative and yeah. he's out there and like um you know it's everybody's out there in the audience and he's going through a big speech and i kind of think like now william the robot william who's doing sure you know holoris's bit well i'm assuming it's robot william unless it's real william and they're on a different timeline now altogether then what if that's their first park the very first. I don't think it's the first I can't part, imagine. though, because yeah. I think if you go back to season one, that's even with the Dolores stuff um, with Christina. I don't think it could be like a <laughs> yeah, first part right. because yeah. they go through the whole painstaking thing with him and Arnold, with Ford Arnold, yeah. and the little town uh, Wyatt with the Wyatt character. Oh yeah, and, that's right. Uh, you know, just when they were testing them out yeah. and training them at the beginning before yeah. they opened the first part. Yeah, you're right. So I think this is like, this is post-Robot Wars. This is reinvent. And, yeah. Yeah, this is a re- redo of, yeah. um, it, like, because they also, the VP says, you know, your comeback story, your second yeah. verse kind of thing. So, yeah, and we see, like, I was telling Mike for a show, when they get off the train, it's like the nice, cool, like twenties bullet looking awesome. train, and then there you go. We got Temperance is yeah. the name of the new it's the park. New city, yeah, and it's like nineteen twenties, like Prohibition area Chicago. I'm assuming, yeah, and, I think so, yeah. And uh, I'm like, I was like, yes, I was doing the Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite, like fist bump, yes, yes. <laughs> and I was just so excited that we're going awesome. back to a park, yeah. But I think this park is going to be. Host hunting humans, right? That would be amazing. Well, and I think that's where because I think what the park is if if it's Shaloris, Holoris behind Robot William putting up the park, there it may not be host hunting. Well, it yeah, would be, but it's they're it's I think reverse it's, hunting. Yeah, but I think what they're gonna do is. That's a good place to kill a bunch of people and mm-hmm. replace them, mm-hmm. right? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, we're going to be gone for a week at this park. Yep. You know, you start killing everybody, replace them, and then they get back on the train, right? Yeah, so exactly. Versus having to go onesie twosies. Yeah. They can so, just do a, a solid, like, 150-person whack yeah. at a time. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Love, love the prohibition style Temperance Town. Yeah. You think it's just always night there? Like it's always noir. It's always nighttime. Like I think at least that's what we're gonna see. That would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. I'm excited for it. That's great. So I don't know. Um, what of all the parks, right? That we've seen. Oh, we know there's like the uh, uh, Colonial India Park. There's the Shogun World. There's Westworld. There's Temperance, and then there's also like the re- the. <laughs> Virtual reality, like World War Two world. Oh yeah, and then Ciroc's virtual yeah. reality world. Yeah, and then that Maeve was trapped in as a and as Delor- an and Christina Dolores's maybe simulation yeah. of New York City. Yeah. So of all of those, which one do you want to travel to? Would you travel to twentieth century twenty nineteen twenties Prohibition era Chicago? Totally right. Ever I'd since, have a ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> yeah. I love the opening of that movie. Yeah. 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 So, Get you a Tommy gun and you just like yeah, driving I, around town. Sick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think in that, and I would think think that, and then probably Westworld, I'm just thinking Back to the Future of season three. <laughs> so I think for yeah. me it would be 20s, uh, and then Westworld, and then Shogun World, and then Imperial World, the yeah. British. And India. then all the other shit. And yep. then it was we don't know much about the World War Two world with Maeve and Ciroc, and then we don't know yet with Holoris's New York City. If it's simulation, it just looks like a normal day in New York. Except, I mean, well, with bums on the street and birds dead. I mean, that's normal. So yeah. that's New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what about you? No, yeah, I, I'd go with Prohibition, Temperance. I'd love to just tear that town apart, but um, I'm really excited for this season. I mean. Once they got to Temperance, I was like, okay, new park. Yeah. story Like, new story here. Here we go. Like, I was like, okay, this show just continues to find ways to reinvent itself almost yeah. with new storylines yeah. and not become stale. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. When it's almost like you can even forget, I mean, besides having Kayla up there and mm-hmm. you can almost forget season three. It's yeah. almost going, you almost don't even need to watch it. No. Except for like, who's, why is uh, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad in the show, right? <laughs> that you would need to know for that. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's off to a strong start. And I think there's eight episodes. So really, I got like six more to go. Man. But yeah, it's going to go fast. It's going to be great. But yeah, any other final thoughts? Nothing from my side. Yeah. So next, um, next week, we'll be back with uh what westworld episode three yep and probably a little about a five minute thing on for all mankind unless yeah. it's a kick-ass episode but it, it unless it comes out swinging we're gonna yeah. be it's gonna be the the for all mankind corner yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the, the corner the two minute corner yeah. and um and then catch our stranger things recap coming soon as well so um and as always you can check us out on all the podcasting platforms, Spotify, Google, anywhere Apple, you listen to podcasts, anywhere, yeah, uh, any anywhere, pretty much, pretty much, so, yeah. Uh, catch us on Instagram at Can We Kick a Pod. You can email us at Can We Kick a Pod One at gmail dot com. Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Uh, and you can check out our website at kickingitmedia dot com. Hmm. Did I miss anything, Mikey boy? I think you got it all, Chuckster. Sweet. You know what we say at the end, right? Peace. <laughs>